Our scripture reading this morning comes from Luke 2, verses 8 through 20. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them, in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. Prophet Isaiah declares that the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord stands forever. And friends, this is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, imagine yourself at work on an average typical day. You're an ordinary person, doing an ordinary job, you have ordinary coworkers. You're not royalty, you're not rich, you're not powerful. And then bam, you and your coworkers are greeted by an angel and the blinding light of the glory of God shines all around you and you're thinking, what is going on? This is terrifying. And this is very much what happens to our shepherds in this story. Into the darkness of that night, into their ordinary lives, an angel announces that the long-awaited Savior has been born. The angel says, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Don't freak out, guys. This is good news, joyful news. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And we've been talking for several weeks how there was a longing and waiting for a Savior that God had promised for hundreds of years. And in the first century especially, those hopes are high. In Israel, they are being oppressed by the Roman Empire. There's violence going on. And so those, those desires for God to send his Savior are very, very much present and deep. And into the darkness then of this violence and oppression, God sends the promised Savior. The angel declares, he's here. He's been born. Onto the scene comes the Son of God, who will bring true peace to the world through his coming reign as king forever. The angel continues, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Now, if I was one of those shepherds, I probably would have said, say what now? Feeding trough for animals. That's where the Savior, of the Lord is, Savior and Lord is? 
Really? Of course, then I would also have to wonder, you know, you're not really expecting his birth to be announced to lowly shepherds. They're the working class. You'd expect an announcement of Christ the Lord to be made to kings and dignitaries. Shepherds are peasants. They're far from wealthy. But by coming to us in a manger, Jesus reminds us that he regards the lowly. In coming to us in a manger, the mighty Son of God identifies with the lowly. And suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. Can you just imagine being there? What that must have been like to see countless angelic beings praising God in front of you? The, the, best, the best thing I can think in comparison is like the fireworks at Disney World, which are super great, but are nothing compared to what this must have been like for these shepherds. Jesus may be a baby in a lowly manger, but the angels make clear, don't be fooled by humble appearances. He is Christ the Lord. He is God in human flesh. He has and is able to save us. And so what's the proper response to this announcement? Well, that's what the angels do. The proper response is praise. Glory to God in the highest. But the angels also proclaim, on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. God is showering his kindness upon humanity. Through Jesus, God is bringing peace into the world. Peace isn't found in Caesar Augustus, the Roman emperor. It's not found in the president. It's not found in embracing some sort of system or philosophy. True, lasting peace is found in the person of Jesus Christ. He will bring peace between God and humanity by way of his death and resurrection. Even peace between one another when we embrace Christ's peace inside our hearts and live by his word. And then the future, true, real world peace when Christ comes again. World peace is not that far away. And so what else can the shepherds do but go to see Jesus? And they returned from that praising and glorifying God, joining in praise with what the angels said earlier. Jesus' first visitors are not regal kings, but lowly, unimportant shepherds. God cares about the lowly. Society may not, but God does. And so on this Christmas morning, how do we respond to such a message, to such a story? We need to join in on the praise. We need to join in and praise God. Experience the wonder of what God has done. The Savior has been born. Marvel at his kindness. Stand in awe of, of this story and what God has done and go, whoa, this is incredible. There's a viral video of a seven-year-old named Tariq who is just so, so excited about corn. Now, I mean corn the vegetable, 
not Korn the band, in case you're wondering. But his words have been even set to music. It's Korn, a big lump with knobs. It has the juice. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. It's Korn. I can tell you all about it. And Korn is great. I will say, I agree with him. And he is super excited. And he is praising the beautiful thing that that is. Let's choose to have that same excitement, that same awe and wonder as we remember the birth of our Savior. Let us praise God like the shepherds and thank him for the marvelous gift of his son. Let's also praise God for his love for the lowly. He chooses Mary, an ordinary teen girl from a backwater town, to bear the Savior of the world. He chooses a manger, not a palace, to be Christ's first crib. He chooses to announce his birth not to kings but to shepherds. His love and mercy aren't exclusive to the powerful, to the influential, or to the have-it-all-together, as if anyone actually has it all together. He comes to the ordinary, the hurting, the outcast, the broken. He calls us to know him and be saved by him and enter into the family of the Lord God. As John 1:12 says, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. When we trust in Jesus, in all that he is, we become full-fledged members of the family of God. And in coming in the way that Jesus did, he showed his love and care for all kinds of people. I think of the bullied kid on the playground who feels like he has no friends. Or the family grieving the loss of a loved one at Christmas. The woman who feels like she's just a cog in a machine at work just trying to get by. The child who's wishing for a stable home and a family that loves her. The person who's so ashamed of what they've done. They all matter to God. You matter to God. Like Mary, the shepherds, these are the people who God sees. He came to lift up the hurting, the poor, the powerless, the brokenhearted, the sinner, to save all who would trust in Christ, to forgive our broken and fractured relationship with God that we could not repair ourselves. And I believe all this also must move us to show God's love to all those in need. Let's also praise God for meeting us in the ordinary. I think many of us might feel ordinary. You know, just kind of here. May not think there's anything really special about you, and at least not in the sense of being rich or powerful or famous or influential, because unless anyone here is a celebrity and I don't know about, none of us really are. But I think many of us also do want to stand out. We want to be noticed for being great at something. In fact, our culture almost makes it seem like if we are ordinary, that means we're unimportant. But that is not the case. Certainly not the case with God. 
doesn't matter if you're the top YouTuber on the internet or the poorest person in the country. He saves the ordinary. He loves the ordinary. The ordinary matter to him. God meets us in the ordinary, and in our hearts and lives, he does things that are extraordinary. Finally, this morning, let us praise God for his amazing plan of redemption. You know, God could have just said, yeah, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm not going to send my son. I'm not going to rescue humanity because I have just reached out constantly. They have not listened. It's time they live in the bed that they made. He had a right. He had a right to just pour out his judgment on us. And had he done that, we really couldn't blame him. He'd be right. We'd have earned it. But instead, he joins us on our turf. He chose in his love and mercy to save broken sinners like you and like me. As Emily sang, Nail, spear shall pierce him through. The cross be born for me, for you. Hail, hail the word made flesh, the babe, the son of Mary. He dies in our place so that our sins are forgiven, our fractured relationship with God is restored and healed. God's plan of love to save was through the manger, the cross, and the empty tomb. Friends, this morning, remember God's beautiful work of Christmas. Take time to praise him, to marvel at all he's done, to glorify him for his love for the lowly, and praise him for his amazing plan that saves all who trust in Christ. Let us pray. Lord, how could we ever say thank you? You are truly And we pray that today and every day, you would help us to retain the wonder of who you are, and that each person here this morning would experience a great sense of your love, a great sense of awe at what you have done. And we pray that through that, we would share this love that you have shown us at Christmas and beyond to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen.